0: you're listening to share inspire repeat where we explore uplifting inspiring and unique stories from around the planet things we're doing as human beings that you'll want to talk about that make us better people a little dose of positivity in your day coming right up and now for your host aj Mises.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Share, Inspire, Repeat. I'm AJ Mises. It's so great to have you here. Thanks for joining us again. And um, I am super stoked. I think I say this every episode, really, but I really am stoked to have this guest uh, here today to talk to us about stories of good. And for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, just as a reminder, this is a podcast all about good. Two people sharing stories of good, And human beings overcoming obstacles, achieving triumphs, um, really sharing uh, the goodness that exists in the world that we don't always hear about and think about. So um, I am excited to get with uh, this episode and get it started. Um, As a reminder too, um, we are running a contest for uh, likes and subscribes and reviews. So if you do any of those things, either on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, take a screenshot of what you've written um, about us and email it to info at ShareInspireRepeat.com, and um, we will enter you into a contest to win a book from one of our guests. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I can't wait to uh, to get started. And so I um, have the pleasure, um, this episode, of having Kathy Pearson um, today. Kathy Pearson is a life-altering, empowering business life and mindset coach. For people on a mission to live life in alignment with true authenticity. She's been a licensed psychologist for over 15 years, working in both the clinical and educational sector, specializing in positive and behavioral uh, psychology. Um, And she'll tell us more about her in just a second. But Kathy, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much, AJ. I am beyond excited to be here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, and Kathy and I met over the glorious World Wide Web. Kathy, you're in LA. Is that right?
0: Yes, I am. I'm in Los Angeles, California.
1: Los Angeles. Cool. I'm just up here in the Bay. So um, so we're, we're not too far. Um, but tell us a little bit about like how did you get into, like how did you know that you wanted to work in psychology and then maybe eventually be a coach?
0: Um, you know what? It was a progression. Like so many people, when I went to college, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't know what I want to do. So, hey, I'll try psychology. I like helping people. Yeah. And I really, I hadn't found my passion or my purpose. I was just kind of doing what I like to say, just moving through life, kind of doing the things, living within that box, doing what's expected of you. And eventually, um, the field of psychology As you could expect over being in it in over 16, 17 years, the field had transitioned, transformed so much, and it became something that wasn't so much my passion. And I decided to figure out what my passion was. And that's how I discovered the wonderful world of coaching, which is what I'm now doing.
1: That's so awesome. That's so great. Um, And so glad that you uh, wanted to be part of the show and talk about some good Um, And speaking of, um, we usually just love to jump right into it um, and talk about uh, these stories in their bite-sized ways. Um, So do you want to go first? Definitely.
0: I will go first. And share yours?
1: Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. What do you got?
0: Um, You know, with this story, I would like to think of it as being a story of resilience and how... Anything is possible when you take a person that has a desire and a dream. So let me just kind of dig into it. Um, I think so often when we talk about mental health and we talk about depression, so often I, I hear it from the point of the view of the person that's suffering with the depression. However, when you are living with someone that is depressed or when you are in that Um, living around someone or existing within an environment with someone that's depressed and mentally ill, it affects everyone. It affects everyone that's in their environment. So this woman grew up with a mother that suffered debilitating depression and mental illness and life from just infancy until high school was just like a living hell. I mean, as you can imagine, hurt people hurt people, and... And when you are so deeply hurt, and there are some people that can be polished by life, and there are those that are pulverized by life, that life situations, whatever they've gone through, have taken them into a deep dark place. And that's what happened with this woman. Her mother suffered from debilitating depression. So every day she was told about her limitations. She would told she was told what she could not achieve. She was she she was constantly called out of her name. And just basically not really given one iota of a chance to be a success in this world. But one thing that she did know, and I feel as though we all do this. I feel as though when we are all in that fight or flight situation, we all take hold to something to cope. Now, some, it may be drugs, some, it may be alcohol, but this lady, she decided to say, you know what? If this person is depressed, depressed, if this person is filled with doubt, And in despair, I'm going to be a diamond. And she had no idea how she was going to be a diamond. And when you think of a diamond, AJ, what are some characteristics you think of when you think of a diamond?
1: I think bright, shiny, sparkly. (laughs) Is that that, that true?
0: (laughs) Exactly, right? And I think that this woman had to say, I'm going to be a diamond because that was the polar opposite of the existence that she was living at home. So mm. it, was, it was a very difficult upbringing. Um, since the mother was very hurt, the father was shut out of her life for many, many years. And the sad thing is when she really did get to know her father, her father loved her unconditionally. Her father was the one person that could make her feel that she was right because she grew up feeling, you know, she didn't feel secure in who she was because she didn't have anyone to give her that nurturing seed about how to be in the world and Mm -hmm. and that she could contribute positively. And we all need that. And when you don't get that at infancy and in those formational foundational years, you grow up into this world kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would say it, but you kind of grow up with more of a loss, right? Wouldn't you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I totally would.
0: So the sad thing is, um, as she became older with her father, once she finally reconnected with her father, they had a lovely relationship for years. However, um, he also later ended up getting a diagnosis of cancer and oh my god yeah and then her father was was taken away from her far too soon so but but back to the young girl the one thing that was constant through her life is is she knew somewhere deep down in her heart that she would be that diamond that she would shine bright that she would impact lives that she would be a light and a guide for so many other people yet she did not know how she didn't know mm. how that path was going to happen and how things were going to turn around and the weirdest thing is i know this story all too well because this is a story about myself and oh my gosh <laughs> and i look on my life and i say i became a psychologist because i had this weird dichotomy of when i would go to school People would say, "Oh, you're so smart." I'm getting all this positive, and then at home it was nothing but negative. And the day AJ, when I looked in the DSM-4, and that's something a psychologist we use to get diagnoses and and whatnot. But when I find the diagnose, found the diagnosis, and I found the DSM criteria for what depression meant, AJ, do you know that how that changed my life? How that gave me
1: that was like a light that bulb. That was
0: that was my redemption. It was like, yeah. Kathy, your mother doesn't hate you. She's depressed. You're not a piece of shit. Ugh. She's depressed.
1: Right. And
0: right.
1: that, that I, 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 cause I was, uh, it was so funny. Cause I was just going to ask you like, how, how did this person, you know, it, despite these circumstances, losing your dad. Um, having a mother who is um, telling you all of these terrible things about yourself. How do you, how do you know that you're the diamond? Like how did this person know? So now I can ask if it's you. So how did you, how did you like, how how did that repeat in your mind or what was the tape that you were playing in your head that like told you that you were better, that you were okay?
0: AJ, let me tell you what, let, let me tell you what it is. There wasn't a tape that I was playing. There was a voice in my ear, like pushing me forward all the time. And and I feel as though we all have that voice. AJ, the day that I decided to leave my job and start a business, which I didn't know I was starting a business. It was like I was praying to God and I was meditating and I was like, God, I know there's something more for me to do in my life. but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I kept meditating on that and meditation. Like I I could do a whole nother podcast on that, but that changed my life. Anyway, long story short, I, it's the weirdest thing. I get these epiphanies in the weirdest places. So in <laughs> getting gas at the long line at Costco, this epiphany came to me and it said, you know what? <sighs> you're you're not going to go back to another job. You are going to be the woman that you were created to be. See, AJ, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always knew that it was in me, but there was no one in my environment to nurture that seed of entrepreneurship. But what happened is through meditation, I started seeing visions of when I was young and when my mother was depressed, like on Saturdays, AJ, my mother would sleep all day. Mm -hmm. But as a young girl, I had two younger brothers and I knew, how I didn't know that this was normal, I can't tell you, but I Knew it wasn't normal. So I would get up and this was at eight or nine, I would cook breakfast for my brothers and wow. I would take them to the park and I would create this world for them, a sense of normalcy because I knew that what our existence was, wasn't normal. And in meditation, okay. I had flashbacks back to that, like, no, you're coming home to who you are. That's what entrepreneurs do. We create and we innovate. And as a young child, I always created something better to show my family, to show my brothers. And for myself, I created that analogy of a diamond. I innovated on Saturdays that, you know what, I'm going to cook breakfast. I'm going to take my brothers to the park. I'm going to push them on the swing because I tried to safeguard them. And that was when I knew that I can do and be this person that I always wanted to be, which was an entrepreneur, but I had no one to support that or to believe in that or to even help me nurture that. So I just took that leap. And I feel as though, uh, AJ, I'm saying this to say, I'm saying all of this to say this. We all have that voice in our ear. We all have something bigger than us that's propelling us to our destiny, but we don't want to listen. We... I, I, you know, AJ, I'm going to tell you this throughout my whole life, because I didn't have the, the nurturing or support of a mother or a family. I tried to be so many different people. I tried to be be everything to everybody else. And that's part of the reason why I ended up having to kind of go into this burnout mode and and then launch my own business, because I didn't know who I was. And I thought that by being what I was supposed to be for everybody else, that that, that I would find happiness. And when I finally let it all go and followed the path of that voice in my ear that was really guiding me back home to being the person I was created to be, it was like, this is all it took. I didn't have to, you know, it's like, I didn't have to put on this facade. I didn't have to say yes when I wanted to say no. I didn't have to go into the state of overwhelm. I didn't have to hold all of these balls in the air and juggle all this stuff that I hated juggling, getting up, arguing with my daughter at eight o'clock in the morning to get out of the house, to go to a place that I didn't even want to go. And I did that for 17 years. Right. Because I didn't know who I was.
1: Because you... Yeah. And sometimes we, um, we th- and sometimes we think we know who we are. And then, and maybe that was the case for you, right? You thought for 17 years, like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is me. Um, and this is what I'm supposed to do. I have a job. I'm getting a paycheck. I'm, you know, I'm working in psychology. I went to school for psychology. Um, but you hadn't, re- you know, reached that like higher echelon of like purpose for you. Of, like, having your teeth tingle, your, teet, your feet tingle when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> um, so, man, that is so powerful. That's incredibly Thank you. powerful. And-, <laughs> and PS, love the cliffhanger, love the twist at the end. I feel like you did a major mic drop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it's you know what, best. AJ, this is what I teach my clients and this is what I believe in. The world doesn't need another Kathy. Like, I'm enough. The world doesn't need another AJ lean into your greatness because your greatness Mm -hmm. is so much more powerful than trying to be second rate or second best to someone else that's already here. Once I stepped in and I leaned into who I was, it's like people are magnetized to you. Because you're just you're mm-hmm. just being. You're not trying, and it feels so good to just be AJ. And I'm not yeah. trying anymore. I'm just being who I'm s- supposed to be, and and trying to unfold that. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> right, and 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 attracting people in the process, right? Attracting people to your business, attracting people who want to hear from you, attracting people who want to spend time with you. Like that is magical.
0: So for anyone that's struggling, and you're hiding. Let your test become your testimony. Ooh,
1: say that again.
0: <laughs> Let your test be your testimony. I mean, AJ, and, and I'm going to get off my story, but I remembered in college because I had so much shame of who my family was because I was embarrassed. You know, my mother was never there. She she was depressed and mentally ill and, and I didn't have a father. I remembered in college, I would lie and make up this family. So like during Christmas break I would like pack a bag like I was going home and I would drive around and go get something to eat and um I would come back to the dorm because oh. I didn't have anywhere to go yeah but that's that that's what we do right. we let the shame and we let these layers build up and I'm just saying the day I was able to let it go mm-hmm. and just be me and say you know what I come from this but look at what I'm what I'm doing right and it's okay and
1: it's okay it is okay and look where I am. Uh, So good. Thank you for sharing that. It's magical. Um, Cool. Well, if you don't mind, I'd love to share a story with you, which is also about um, Triumph. Um, A little bit different, um, but it is about Triumph. So um, this is about a 25-year-old girl named Chelsea Werner. And she's actually from Danville, California, which is where I'm from. And I actually came across this article um online i I don't know this woman i don't know her family but i saw this online and i was like holy moly this is from a a girl who um grew up where um where i am or where where i grew up so um this uh gal was introduced to gymnastics at the age of four um and the reason why she was introduced to gymnastics um is you know most you know parents introduce their kids to gymnastics as like a means to like you know, have exposure to a team sport or to get exercise or to develop a skill. Well, Chelsea was actually born with Down syndrome. And she, her parents introduced her to gymnastics to help her to develop strong muscles because people with Down syndrome often suffer from low muscle strength. Um, and from the moment that Chelsea stepped on the map, um, uh, she was showing remarkable gymnastics talent. And so she was, um, you know, someone who just always had a sunny disposition. She always um, wanted to try. She 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 um, approached each of her gymnastics um, classes with a sense of vigor. And um, the gymnastics coaches at a young age told Chelsea's parents that. Um, you know, I don't know if, if, you know, she's going to be able to progress further than, you know, level one, which is like the basic level, Um, just because she, you know, learns slow and it's quote unquote. Um, And I don't know if she's going to be able to do this. And so talk about, you know, having someone give you self doubt. Um, The parents did not take that for an answer. So they opened up the phone book. This is when we had phone books, y'all. And um, we, we, uh, or she and her parents flipped through the phone book, calling gymnastics coaches to see who would train their daughter. Wow. And they found a gymnastics coach um, who would. And um, she has been training Chelsea for almost 20 years. And she worked with Chelsea one-on-one. She, they She um, helped her, um, her learn how to do back handsprings, how to walk on a balance beam, um, how to do a, a um, dual bar routine um, and completely um, defied what those original coaches told her parents. And she did so well that not only did she compete, she competed and won. Wow. So she won four Olympic championships in gymnastics in the Special Olympics. She's also competed and placed in... Um, uh, what they consider kind of like the standard gymnastic circuit. Um, And she's now been recruited as a model by We Speak, which is an international fashion agency aimed at encouraging people to love their bodies and never be ashamed uh, by who they are or what they are. And so um, uh, Chelsea says in uh, in a quote, I don't think people with Down syndrome are represented enough. The more that we are represented the more people will see how capable we are and so i think um, this is just a story about again in kind of serendipitous to what you were talking about with your your personal story which is i'm not going to believe what people say about me and my parents aren't going to believe about what people say about me and um, i'm going to prove everybody wrong and i'm going to be a winner um, and so anyway that's the story. I thought it was pretty incredible and also very magical and serendipitous that it was along the lines of what you were
0: talking about. Wow. And how old is she now? I love this story. She's,
1: she's 25. Wow. She's 25. Um, and I'll, I'll put a link to this, to the story, um, uh, on the website share inspire, You can click the show notes and you can read even more about Chelsea, but, um, super fascinating. There was a whole news package that was done about her and, um, yeah, just super inspiring. She was on the today show. Loved it. Wow.
0: So inspiring. I'm going to tell you, it's like nothing can defy a person that has a desire and a dream. Right
1: lot exactly you can't
0: <laughs> it defies all logic you can't do it. it defies all logic and that's why I just tell people like I was just listening to um to a video with Oprah who I love she's like one of my virtual mentors because I had to do that since I didn't have mentors <laughs> around me I mean I had to and she says mm-hmm. you don't have to know what's coming next you just have to ask what's the next best thing I can do and do that next thing. The
1: next step. And then do the next. You yes. To,
0: but some of us, we have, we feel like we have to hold, need the whole, have to have the whole picture. And Chelsea didn't have the whole picture. Her yeah. parents didn't. They just knew. Yeah. Okay, we want her to do this. That's the first step. Go for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's funny when I was starting this podcast, I had a producer friend who um was talking to me and she goes well what's the end goal what do you want out of this and i'm like i don't know i just i i i don't know what the next step is i just want to make this podcast because this podcast i think is going to be a feel-good thing that i think we are all craving and we all potentially need um and i don't have end goal. she goes well do you want to like do you, do you want to have a speaking tour do you want to have a book do you want to blah blah, blah? and i said i don't know I don't know. And I think she was trying to be helpful because she was trying to say like, okay, it helps to have an end goal in mind. But contrary to, you know, what a lot of people think is like, you don't need um, an end goal. You just need the next, right? And to do that next in the best possible way, um, because that is what's going to propel you so much to uh, much credit to. And you know
0: what, AJ, I mean, I, I just have to interject and I have to say, you know what? I literally like I'll, because I post a lot on Facebook and Instagram and I can't tell you like how often I've gotten like DMs that'll just say, I need help or a post Mm -hmm. you wrote. It really, you know, I'll get like a two page reply, the state of this world. And I think that I get those because sometimes we can get caught up in, 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 in in the stuff I like to say, or in us, the stuff in us. Mm -hmm. And it just leads me back to, no, it's about serving. And people need to be inspired in this day and time. And it's like, who knows where it'll go, AJ? I'm with you. Just just the world needs it so bad. Shootings yeah. are happening so yeah. often. And, and, and yeah. my thought is, right. if everyone was living in their purpose and, and, and living their life's work, none of that would happen because you're too busy getting it done. When you have a dream, that's like a full-time. <laughs> you know, right? When you're pursuing right. a dream, it's an. That over. Is. You don't have enough hours in a day.
1: No, no. And, and, and I have I have a job outside of this, and this is something that I'm pursuing, but it's, but you know, it doesn't feel like work to me. Like when I'm working on it, I'm like talking to you or setting up an interviewer or, or reaching out to people. Like it doesn't feel like work to me. It's like, I'm really passionate about it. And I, if time flies, I think that's like a signal that you're onto something is that when you're working on something, time is like flying, you don't know what's happening. It doesn't feel like you're, you know, when you close your laptop, you're like, Oh my God, what a day that was. Um, you know, I, I don't feel that way.
0: And, and, and too many people don't have that. And that's why we're, uh, the climate of the world is, is what it is. Because people are mm-hmm. missing that.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, here's to finding more of that in 2019 for all of us, huh?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> awesome. Kathy, um, I uh, want everyone to know where they can find out more about you.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. So I am on Facebook um, I have my personal page, Kathy Pearson. I also have a Facebook group of of, of a couple hundred women in there and we are just it's called the Clarity Seekers Collective and we are a collective of women that are positive, productive and on a relentless pursuit to achieve our dreams. In addition to that, I'm always on Instagram Kathy Pearson 46. I have a website kathypearson.com and I am in the middle of launching a membership group because um, people that know my story which I'm very open about they, they want to know, how can I achieve? So I came up with a membership group called Achieve in 2019. And it's going to be based on a monthly theme that can help you achieve unlike you have ever achieved before. And I'm going to be going in there doing lives. I'm going to be teaching. We're going to be doing the work. Because there are so many people, AJ, that want to do what I've done. And they want to transform their lives. But it's like, you have the pieces of the puzzle. You know what the pieces are, but putting it together, sometimes you need that assistance. So I'm so excited about my membership group. But yeah, those are all the places and that's all the stuff that I'm doing. Um, Yeah. Thank you.
1: Amazing. Awesome. Well, it's been a a sincere pleasure having you on the show. Um, I'm wishing you all the good things for this year and beyond. And maybe we'll have you on another episode in the future, which would be great. And, um, and just to remind everybody, you can visit out, you visit our website for the show notes from uh, this episode by visiting shareinspirerepeat.com. Don't forget to leave a review on the app of choice that you're listening to this episode on, uh, because we need you to help get this message out, uh, to more people. So thanks again, everybody for being here. Another special thank you to Kathy uh, for being here and we'll see you next time. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to Share, Inspire, Repeat with A.J. Mises. Interested in sharing a story or being a guest on the show? Visit ShareInspireRepeat.com to introduce yourself or to submit a story. You can also check out more details from this episode by visiting ShareInspireRepeat.com.